I'm your host, Annie Bowles, and this is News Du Jour. Madam Speaker, Madam Vice President, Biden addresses the nation. He came to us one day shy of his 100-day mark and spoke mostly addressing Congress, but really the whole of America. He kicked things off by acknowledging the historic nature of two women sitting behind a president in that room. And Harris and Pelosi also elbow bumped it as a greeting, and it was a fantastic moment of celebration. I wanted to go over with you guys a couple of the key things that he talked about in his address. So firstly, he urged Americans to get vaccinated and acknowledged all the progress made by his administration in this area due to their highly organized vaccination efforts. Next, he urged Congress to raise the minimum wage to $15, as he just did for federal workers and as we covered in yesterday's episode. He also proposed a subgroup to the NIH that would simply be there to create innovation in healthcare, namely battling cancer. He even gave a shout out to Mitch McConnell reaching across the aisle, thanking him for suggesting naming a cancer related bill after his late son, Beau. He said he would never forget it and that it meant a lot to him. The whole thing was kind of a rallying cry behind his agenda that he needs the support of Congress to accomplish. But to show face on Capitol Hill can go a long way from a president. Ultimately, Biden, like almost all presidents, will need to sway support from the other side of the aisle, and doing that will require more than just this speech, but it's not a bad first step. For our next story, we have kind of three different mini stories that I've grouped together, and unfortunately, they're all on the subject of police violence. I obviously want to issue a trigger warning here. This story covers violence at the hands of the police. So first up, a Hispanic man was smothered by police officers. On April 19th, a 26-year-old man by the name of Mario Gonzalez died in police custody in California after officers pinned him face down for about five minutes. All of this has been shown by body camera footage released to the public on Tuesday. There is still a lot coming out about this case, 
but the police definitely painted a false picture of what happened via a report they filed. Once the public had the body camera footage, they were able to see the true series of events and how vastly different that was from what the police had described. For our next uh, mini story here, we have yet another young man of color shot in Chicago. Yet another bombshell police video was dropped from Chicago right in the wake of the Adam Toledo video. But this one, in this one, police fatally shot 22-year-old Anthony Alvarez while he was running away from the police who fired at him multiple times. The police put out a statement along with the footage saying that they have predictably put the officer involved on administrative duties, but only for 30 days. On the video, Alvarez said, quote, why are you shooting me? End quote. And the police officer responds, quote, you had a gun, end quote. So people can be executed in the street for having a gun now in this country. I'm honestly so floored by that comment. One officer says, quote, cuff him, cuff him, end quote, as Alvarez lay there moaning in pain from gunshot wounds. And luckily, the other one said, quote, no, I'm going to give him aid, end quote. The shooting happened March 31st, but we are just now getting the footage. To our knowledge, Alvarez did nothing to prompt this chase. He was just walking in his own neighborhood, cutting through a gas station with his gun on him when the police car began charging him with its sirens and lights on. That's when he began running and that's when this whole thing unfolded. No one seems to know what prompted them to aggressively chase him with their SUV. An investigation is currently underway. And then for our last mini story here, I wanted to give you guys the update on the status of the Anthony Brown case because there has been a small update. A local North Carolina judge has declined to release the video footage of his shooting because the judge claims it could interfere with the ongoing investigation. But the public and the family are not buying it. I'm going to give a link to the petition to the judge to release the footage in our show notes because I personally believe that we have every right to see this and that it will only get approved by the judge if there is a public reaction public pressure. So to show your support for the Brown family, please sign their petition. It only takes two seconds of your time. Sharing to your social would be even better. Again, you can find that in our show notes. Also, just for anyone who's tech challenged, like I am actually, even though everything I do is online, I'm super tech challenged. And if you're curious what show notes are, that's what podcasters refer refer to as like the details um, in iTunes, at least. I don't know what it's called on Spotify, but 
each episode has its own details and it's where you get the description of what we're going to talk about in each episode as well as all of our links. And so if I say something's in the show notes, (laughs) that's where it's at. Also, I for our next story, (laughs) Chipotle is being sued by the city of New York over wages for workers. So New York City sued none other than Chipotle on Wednesday. Their reasoning? Well, it wasn't that guac was extra. They apparently owe a lot to their employees in wages. The city is claiming that there are hundreds of thousands of violations of their fair scheduling laws. According to the filing, Chipotle owes about $150 million to workers, but penalties against the company could actually make it a lot more expensive for them. There was a previous case filed along these same lines, but the company did not comply after that first effort. And now the city is really coming for them. Mayor Bill de Blasio said of the situation, quote, Chipotle's fragrant disregard for our laws and for their employees is unacceptable. Workers deserve reliable schedules and we will do everything in our power to hold them accountable, end quote. If you've ever worked retail or in the food industry like I did for many years, you may be familiar with the term clopening. It basically means closing the store at night and then opening again in the morning, meaning you have very little time off in between. For example, the store that I used to work at or one of them uh, closed, we would be done with closing the store probably about nine o'clock and then we had to like lock up and everything, turn off all the lights and then, you know, I didn't get home until 9 30, 10 o'clock. And so to have to be there first thing in the morning again just doesn't leave you with a lot of time at home to rest and recoup. And so clopening is exhausting and nobody looks forward to that shift. Only hardcore people do it. So New York City passed a work week law that considers these things and gives additional compensation for clopeners and others doing more difficult physically taxing shifts. And this is the law that Chipotle is actually in violation of. And while $150 million may not be a lot to them in the grand scheme of their company, it is a lot to those who worked those shifts. My hope is that they settle, pay up to their workers, and change their behavior. Because New York City isn't having it. And that is the news du jour. Today, I wanted to leave you guys with a quote. Today, you are you. That is truer than true. There was no one alive who is youer than you. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you use to listen. A rate and review on Apple Podcasts would mean the world to us and really help us be able to keep creating the news du jour for free for you guys. You can also follow us on social media under sugarfreemedia.co on Instagram, sugarfree underscore media on Twitter, and just sugarfreemedia, all one word, on TikTok. 
You can also subscribe to emails on our blog so that you get an alert every time we have a new post or an announcement. And that's at www.sugarfreemedia.co. Again, that's sugarfreemedia.co. Our music is by Joey Lavoy and Nicholas Foster. Our cover art is by Hannah Pierce Photography. Our sugar-free media logo is by Catherine Jezik Designs. We appreciate you listening and look forward to telling you about the news again next time on News Du Jour. Broadcasting from Oh